0: Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, we continue to stand in awe of your abundant grace and endless love toward us. We bow before your majesty and humbly ask that you pour out a double portion of your anointing on us. Saturate this air with your presence, Lord, and move among your people in a mighty way. Open our eyes that we may see and our hearts to receive your word. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. I deeply appreciate the invitation from our Bishop Jennifer Reddall for this precious opportunity to share God's message among his beloved people, especially those who are called and set apart as servants and messengers of the Most High. In these unsettling times, today, we gather as priests and deacons to reaffirm our sacred vows before God and one another, and there's nothing like preaching in front of colleagues. (laughs) So you all pray for me. In these unsettling times, many of us have witnessed discouragement try and creep into the church in order to erode the joy of ministry. And it's okay to say amen if you're all right with that. (laughs) Additionally, many of us have seen the royal priesthood of God feel defeated and deflated in our efforts to seek justice, stand for proper stewardship of creation, and counter violence against the most vulnerable in our society. Furthermore, clergy, priests, and deacons alike are willingly stretching their spiritual and emotional bandwidth to tend to those who are suffering and grieving in this quasi post COVID era. The signs are all around us war, violence, hunger. Famine, earthquakes, indifference and apathy toward living a life of holiness an insatiable appetite for the acquisition of wealth and riches. And poverty is on the rise. In America, we seem to be pressed from every side, but we have heard it said in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, we are pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. Life before COVID may not return as we remember it, (laughs) but our Lord Jesus the Christ will return and we are charged to be alert and ready for the Lord's coming. So if you're not ready, get ready, (laughs) for we know not the hour or the day of our Lord's return. Jesus shared a striking illustration in our Gospel passage. It is the picture of that of a Lord who had gone off to attend a great marriage celebration. His servants had been left behind to look after the household and to wait for his return. The servants were called to look after everything with all diligence and to remain in a state of readiness. Jesus applied this illustration to represent himself and his disciples then and now. We are called to stay alert and stay alive in Christ. And if I had to have a title for this, stay alert and stay alive in Christ. So what does it mean to be prepared? What does it mean to be ready. There is an aspect of personal preparation. It is an aspect of one turning their spiritual eyes inward and assessing whether one's relationship with God contains unnecessary obstacles and barriers to acquiring a deeper and more full relationship with God to determine whether one is freely offering forgiveness to those who have harmed one's heart and life, to allow one's life to reflect the grace and mercy that God has freely given us, to make an effort to lead a life with a pure heart. Brothers and sisters, in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, it tells us, We were bought with a price, the precious blood of Jesus. So then we are to honor and glorify God in our body. In the time of Christ, the men of the East wore robes that required belts to be fastened tightly around their waist or else the loose robes would hamper their movement and work. Stay with me. Come on, stay with me. So too must our spiritual body be tied to the Word of God to be agile enough to bob and weave and counter the fiery darts of the enemy that comes to steal, kill, and destroy and spew lies of deceit. How's your bobbing and weaving coming along? Some are bobbing, some are weaving, and some have taken a few darts. The Apostle Paul wrote, for I have often told you before, and now say again, even with tears, many live as enemies of the cross. Come on now, we're gonna stay there for half a second. Not everybody, oh, I'm gonna get Not everybody who hollers, oh. (laughs) Not everybody who shouts. Not everybody is for Jesus. Therefore we must remain alert, agile, steadfast and immovable in the faith, knowing that our labor is not in vain, our labor is not in vain. I have seen, we have seen the labor that is being put forth, and it is not in vain. The Lord's servants are to have the lights burning never allowing them to go out. Keep the lights burning refers to serving and laboring for the Lord. So while we wait in the in-between time for the Lord's return, whether our life's situation is in the midst of temptation or trial or tribulation or proclamation of deliverance or thanksgiving we shall continue to serve and do the work of the lord we shall continue to do the work of the lord we shall continue to do the work of the lord hear this it is the belt and the light that allows us to be in a state of readiness jesus calls us to be prepared always because he will return he's coming the Lord's coming he's coming well sometimes we act like we don't remember come on now you know I know y'all we act like he's not coming back sometimes well maybe tomorrow he'll come but not today we don't know the hour or the day we are called to be prepared, have our belts and light remain in a state of readiness. Jesus is the Christ and the son of the blessed and one day we shall see the son of man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Scripture tells us in 1 Thessalonians chapter four, but I will not have you ignorant brethren concerning them which are asleep that you sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so those who are asleep in Christ will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not perceive them which are asleep, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. And with the voice of an archangel and with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. So what shall we say to comfort one another in these unsettling times? It's been said that God does not give us more than we can bear. But for many, the platter of burden is full. So what shall we say concerning this? The Apostle Paul rises from Philippians chapter three, Not that I have already obtained all this or have already been made perfect, but I press on. Yeah. To take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of this, But one thing I do, oh, forgetting that which is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. We like Paul are not perfect. We just not. We give our best, we lift up our best, and yet it is flawed many a day. But we press on. Our flaws and perfection cannot be obtained on earth, so we just need to leave that alone. Do the best we can, but just leave that alone. But God has laid a hold of each of us and we are thankful that he has laid hold of us so that we may live and worship and serve Christ forever. We are citizens of heaven, and perfection cannot be attained here. I'm passing through, I'm not staying here. So when the time comes, <laughs> yum! gone but while here we will give the best of who we are collectively and individually we are called to live into our God-given purpose to live for and serve Christ so forgetting that which is behind oh I got to stay there for a second forgive me Forgetting that which is behind. What does that mean? It, dis- it means that while we are moving forward, that which is behind us, we're going to let it go. We don't live back there. We honor, we understand, we glean our lessons, but we move forward. Forgetting that which is behind, we press toward the mark of the high calling. We press toward the mark of the high calling. I got one more, then I'll sit. In a speech by President Theodore Roosevelt. Yeah, I know, I went there. (laughs) Stay with me, though. 26th President of the United States, Nobel Prize winner, 1906. Okay, got that out the way. He said something in his speech that has stayed in my heart and share it with you all. Hear it. Far better it is to dare mighty things. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh, you see it? You see it? You hear it? You hear it? We're gonna go together. This side, I gotta work on this side. (laughs) Far better it is to dare mighty things, to win glorious triumphs, even though checkered by failure. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, they got it now. I got to work on that side over there. (laughs) Checkered by failure, then to rank with those timid spirits who neither enjoy much nor suffer much because they live in the gray twilight that knows neither victory nor defeat. In this particular speech, President Roosevelt points out that it is not the opinion of the critic that counts. Uh Uh-huh, come on, come on, come on, come on. The one that points out somebody else's failures and flaws or ways they could have done something better. We don't know anything about that, do we? We don't know nothing about that, do we? Just nothing about somebody coming up and tell us what we could have done better or should have done better. need to do better don't misunderstand I'm all for improvements but you know what I'm talking about (laughs) clergy we are in the arena of life marred and checkered We are in the arena of life, but we are in the arena of life for a purpose, a God-given purpose, and that God-given purpose is to let the light of God shine in us and through us that others may be attracted and come to know Jesus and the Lord our God. And we will, if we have to, we will press forward, press forward because obstacles come up against us and it's just like a mountain. You all know that mountain? Otherwise, I have to talk to Bishop later. <laughs> but it's like a mountain, that obstacle. It comes up against us, but the Word of God tells us we press forward. We press forward. Come on, we press forward we press through the pandemic we press through grief we press through betrayal we press through anxiety we press through not having a plan we press through having too many plans we press through the challenges of life and the difficulties of life we press forward together with our Lord he's alive And he walks with us. So let us rise and not lose heart and press on.